Welcome back, all you fabricated flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture. That's, of course, TV, movies, video games, uh, all that fun stuff. And, of course, we talk about news and speculation. We get to all that nerdy good stuff. I am Mole Poupe, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, what's going on this evening? Uh, nothing much, man. Just excited for this stuff that's coming out. Just a great time to be a superhero fan. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. Um, even though this, this week's a, a little bit of a slow week, uh, <clears throat> we're between... Uh, big properties and we're waiting on the next episode of moon Knight. so uh, we're just going to do a, another uh a mail uh well not mail another uh news roundup and uh talk about all the goings on there's a there's a bunch of junk going on right now too <laughs> uh, uh like for instance we're going to talk about uh about uh america chavez and uh the creator of america chavez and how disney uh, didn't want to come up off any money uh, for his character being in a probably billion dollar movie. Where it's the ongoing saga of Disney must pay. Uh, Morbius second weekend drop uh, precipitous. Uh, we'll discuss that and what that means for the future of Morbius and the Sony Spider Verse. Um, we're also going to talk about those Morbius end credits, which. Uh, where people said they were terrible, we'll see. Ezra Miller, the ongoing, the ongoing uh, fallout from his, uh, who knows, whatever's going on with him, and what does WB plan to do about it? Multiverse of Madness goes ham on the pre-sale uh, tickets. How how ham did it go? And uh, what could this mean for the potential box office? Uh, speaking of Multiverse of Madness, we got some new footage and trailers uh for that we're gonna uh take a look at that and discuss it there's a new hbo max dc show and it's uh related to aquaman who is it for and uh what's it all about coming next week <laughs> this is and uh, this is a something that's great of uh, great uh importance to lottie uh batman the batman showing up on streaming uh, coming soon, so we're going to talk about that. And finally, uh, why was Iman Vellani per the perfect casting for Miss Marvel? Uh, we'll see what the creator, one of the creators of Miss Marvel, had to say about that. So, all of that, so a good, a good amount of news this week, and we're going to uh, dive right into it. You ready, Lottie? I'm ready. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, st starting from the top, you know what? Uh, we've talked about over the last year and, you know, ever since this podcast has really been going about how uh, comic uh, companies and and actually when, more like the the studios that uh, are direct, you know, connected to the comic companies are stingy as hell, you know, <laughs> just stingy as hell. Yeah. You know how they just you know, Ed Brubaker didn't get really any money or anything anything like that for the Winter Soldier and all this other stuff. And the people have been talking about uh, hashtag Disney must pay. And it's, it's not just movies and TV shows. It's also publishing all that stuff. So it's, you know, it's surprise, surprise. These properties being in the hands of 
big multinational billion dollar corporations doesn't necessarily work out for the little guy. Surprise. Um, so to that end, uh, Joe Casey, who's a, a long running uh, creator in comics, has been you know working on comics, I think, since the late 80s, but definitely since the 90s and all and so forth, uh, has drawn and written a bunch of things, uh, Deadpool, among other things. And um, he actually created the character of America Chavez uh, about a, uh, almost a decade ago, not quite a decade ago. And um, now she's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. And this is, again, probably going to be a billion dollar film, uh, more than likely. And so he, he tells the story about how uh, when they Marvel basically came to him and was like, OK, well, this, you know, your character is going to be in. And they offered him some money. Uh, which I like to call uh, don't trash us online money uh, for using his character. And I want to note something. Now, see, he made this character in like 2014. So this there's this isn't, oh, I was ignorant of the fact that there's an MCU and, you know, that they might use my character so forth and so on. So he was fully aware of it. But he, you know, he made he knows he didn't make a good deal when he created the character. He didn't you know, have any kind of contract or whatever, and that Marvel doesn't really owe him anything necessarily because it wasn't in the contract for the character. He's not saying any of that. But he did say that they offered an what he he termed an insulting amount of money to basically be like, all right, well, we are using this, so here, have some money. And he's just like, he didn't take it because it was, well, one, he didn't, he didn't need it. He's not hard up for it. And he's again, he said it was an insulting amount considering the fact that this is going to be a billion dollar movie. Um, so Lottie, uh, that's a lot of background. <laughs> the, the point here is the mouse house is still do on that bullshit. You know what I'm Get saying? That evil fuck ass mouse. <laughs> Don't want to cut. Dang you shit. He's, he's <laughs> it, but he is. He, I'm telling you. Like the mouse is just like don't want to come up off of that money, and it's uh it's let me just say, I love Marvel com. You know I love Marvel comics. They're my they are my first love when it comes to superheroes, and it pisses me off that this is the sort of shit that that goes on uh, at Disney. It's not like it's not just Disney. Marvel's been doing this crap for decades upon decades, but it just pisses me off because. You know, what's insulting? Like, let's think about how much Multiverse of Madness is probably going to make. You know, let's not talk about how much it costs to make. Let's just say what its box office receipts are probably going to be. Would it be fair to say that it'll come close? It might come close to how much Spider-Man did. You know, far from uh, uh, No Way Home. Would probably. Be, yeah, okay. So let's, let's just say it doesn't go quite as far, but it, let, let's say it makes... 1.2 or 1.3 billion dollars. You telling me y'all can't give this man a hundred thousand dollars and 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 feel good about it? Are you? Are yep. we? Are, are we she's a main character, like that, right? I'm almost certain. I've heard the the, the theories and the rumors about she's probably going to be the catalyst for Doctor Strange getting involved in any of the stuff in this movie. And y'all can't y'all can't break him off with a hundred thousand dollars. That's not a million dollars. But y'all could afford to give him a million, but y'all can't break him off with a hundred thousand. You know, that's yeah. that's the bullshit I'm talking. And 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 you know what fuck, fucks me up? 
is I'm on like I'm on Twitter and I'm when I saw this I was like yeah man that's messed up you know they should do the right thing because we all we've talked about it before what's legal what's right what's legal and what's right aren't necessarily the same thing right morally yeah. e ethically speaking it's I don't think it's right to basically exploit this guy for essentially making not just making a bad deal y'all knew he was making a bad deal and you didn't be like you know what we can do better even if he did make a make a bad deal how about let's just for the sake of goodwill towards creators let's just break him off but we i got people seriously standing for disney doing this and i'm just like why are y'all for the big guy stepping on the little guy i mean it's clear that if they they gave him 100k they wouldn't lose anything yeah right, right? 100k out of a yeah. billion y'all can't afford that it's ridiculous yeah it, it, it's good to it just i don't understand sometimes billion dollar companies it's like you said it doesn't make sense how they act because you're telling me you can't even give 0.1 percent of what you're going to make off this movie to somebody and it, it's I, like because people are thinking, not even 0 0.1 0 0.001 yeah. and it's like it's like it's because you know people go like look at it and they go like oh you know they don't owe them any money but i'm like guys it's like imagine if you know it's like imagine if you gave me something and you're like yo you could have it and i find out it's worth millions upon millions of dollars i'm legally right not to give you anything but morally i will feel like a sack of shit. right you know what i mean and it's just like that's where it's like where are people's morals nowadays and it's like and it's it's to the point that i'm like if you if they if you guys let them do this they'll do it to everybody which is what you know mean. what i mean yeah yeah it's 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 just strange to me you know we're you and i we're little people we i mean and the other little people just like us are sitting up here saying, well, it's his own damn fault for not doing making a better deal. Like they don't understand any of the context. And even if he they even if he did make a shit deal, it is nothing but goodwill. Like that's the the cost of goodwill with the among the creator community and amongst the fans to just be like, you know what? He did sign a bad contract, but you know what? We're gonna rip that thing up and we're gonna do something here to make us feel good about who we work with. And for the people that we work with to feel good about working with us, it's not hard. Like, yeah. I, like, but it's it's if for some, I know why it is because you know every dollar they're scrabbling hard. It's that 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 tight fist that can't let go of a penny. And if they just open up their hand a little bit, it, I wouldn't even be we wouldn't even be talking about this. I'd yeah. be like I'd be like man, Marvel they are Disney. Those guys are on it. Like the, I I'm okay with giving them my business because. They do right by the people that work for them, and that's yep. what, that's all I want to. That's all I want to hear. I don't. It's just ridiculous. And J Casey, he ain't salty. He just, you know what he said. He's like, I made a bad deal. I get it. Whatever. And I'm and I'm not hurting or whatever for money, but I just want other creators who are younger and and less experienced to hear my my story, so they'll know what's up. So they'll make a good deal and won't get screwed over like I did. And yep. I, I appreciate Joe Casey for doing that. I really do. And more creators need to be up front and be like, yeah, they're they're fucking around and make sure that people because, know. 
you know, because of some somebody like me who makes characters, you know, I make characters. This is one of the things that I like fear that if, you know, that I might get into like something that I'm like, oh, okay, this is a pretty good deal. But then I find out this character that I let this company use turns out into a billion dollar character. And they're like, well, you know, you sold it to us. Sorry. Yeah. You and sold it, it to us, homeboy. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing is I I think that any business model in which you have to screw somebody, that's not a good business. It's not a morally correct or ethically correct business model to base your entire business, you know, to base your business on screwing somebody else over. If that's yep. what you're doing, you're doing it wrong. I just that's just that's how I feel. So anyway, Disney must pay. Hashtag Disney must pay. Let's continue that on, and uh, you know, let's get let's just try to influence them to get in the right. You know, to get right with with uh, with everybody, the creators in particular. All right, so uh, let's talk Morbius. Got a couple of Morbius topics. First Morbius topic. It was it was riding high first week weekend. Second weekend, uh, it did that thing like you know on a roller coaster. That first that high ass hill just dropped way down, seventy three percent. Uh, drop off, which is let me just say, for any movie, that's bad. <laughs> a seventy three percent, seventy three, and for Morbius is real bad because their top was only forty one million dollars. A seventy three percent dip is bad, bad, like not gonna make its money back, bad. Luck, lucky if they break even, but probably not bad. And we kind of know why it happened. You know, there was another animal from we, we talk about Mickey. There was another animal <laughs> that that movie came out this actually, weekend. Actually, technically, it was three animals. Uh, it well, was, yeah, it was a hedgehog yeah. and a kid uh, and, and a fox. <laughs> <laughs> and their uh, their movie kind of yes, mean... yes, Sonic. Sonic <laughs> but we, ex- I think they expect that Sonic came out. Strong. Yeah, Sonic came out strong, seventy one million dollars on the weekend. Uh, when I saw it, it deserved it. It's, it's a great movie. Uh, Morbius, um, you know what? I, my opinion, I haven't done a review of it, but I, you know, I had fun with it. Is it? It's not a great superhero movie. It's a good one. Like it's just, it's, uh, it is unfortunately quite generic in in many ways. But I liked it. Um, but I also think that the the harsh critic reviews like it's 90 percent uh on rotten tomatoes so it's like terribly rotten it didn't have a great audience score but it didn't ha- it wasn't terrible it's like 69 percent 70 so like a bunch of people liked it but they weren't like jumping up and down about it but that i think those critics reviews and just like how harsh they were really screwed up the you know screwed up the box office for morbius um, I mean, I know how you have you. Do you know anybody besides me that's seen it? I know quite a few people that have seen it, okay. and I feel like I feel like I I kind of hate how we live in a we live in an industry that I feel like nowadays if you're not paying critics or sponsoring them or anything like that, they could give a terrible review to something and it'll destroy the thing. This happens in the video game industry a lot too. Like, you know, I always bring this up. A game like Days Gone got destroyed by 
uh, reviewers and streamers calling the game bad. And I, to this day, will say it's one of the best gaming experiences I ever had in my lifetime, in my whole entire life. I will die on that hill. And anybody who wants to come fight me about it, I will fight <laughs> you on that hill. But, you know, now that the game got released on PC, everybody's like, oh, my God, this was a good game. Like, what were these reviewers talking about? And these same reviewers gave Cyber Trash, a literal broken game, a 9 out of 10. A broken game. And we've seen it in the movie industry. We've seen good movies get terribly reviewed. And we've seen good movies get... Uh, and we've seen bad movies get good reviews. And we're like, how is this movie so good? This is boring. Right. Well, and, this, <laughs> and just, here's the thing is, I, I don't begrudge anybody their opinion. Like, it's, that's the thing is, I could see why other people would look at Morbius and be like, yeah, this movie sucks. Like, there's, there is definitely an element of just like seen it, done it. This is just, you know, this is as generic as they come. And there are some aspects of the CGI that are not great. Um, it it just it it covers a lot of ground that you've seen before. I just I personally liked what happened on the screen. Like I I guess my my expectations were low too, but still I was just like halfway through I was like this is good. You know I'm I'm ha I like what hap what's happening right now. I'm enjoying what's going on. It's cool, but I can see why other people didn't care for it. So, as far as that goes, you know, it's just, there's a lot of word of mouth. All the people that I work with that might be interested to go see it were waiting for me to see it. You know, tell them if it was good or not. And that's not a good sign. Like, if people aren't rushing out to see it, and you saw that in the 73% drop. So, it's unfortunate for Morbius. Um, especially considered, considering what they were trying to set up uh, at the end of the movie. So, um, yeah. speaking of... Uh, that's our, our second Morbius topic. Those end credits. There was a lot of talk about how terrible those end credits were. and they're the worst. I heard someone say they're the worst end credits that ever happened. You know what? It just <laughs> that that person, I'm not going to name their name, but they, they need to come off that fucking ledge. It wasn't the t worst thing ever. To be quite honest, I think the end credits were exciting. But also, I'm not sitting up here, you know... Uh, Putting putting on my my comic book, you know, what they, what's the guy from uh, Simpsons, the comic book uh, guy? I'm not putting on my comic book guy hat, and you know, worrying about all the continuity and crap. All so you know, spoiler alert. Any if you if you guys haven't seen seen this, too bad. Just I'm about to spoil it for you. At the end of the the uh, Morbius, uh, Adrian Toomes, aka the the Vulture. Uh, you see some some of that purple energy from No Way Home. He gets transported there inexplicably uh, to the Venomverse. It is the, and by the way, this is the Venomverse. Uh, they reference Venom straight up. Um, they don't reference Spider-Man though, but they reference Venom. Um, and he's like, oh, and he he just kind of looks around like, oh, I'm in another universe because he he knows he's not you know in the in the raft or wherever. He's like, oh well. I hope the food's better here. That's that's literally what he says. Then they then they cut him loose because I mean he's not he's not actually from there. And then the second post credit scene is he meets up with Morbius and is just like, "Hey, uh, 
I got here, came here from another universe. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man had something to do with it. We should team up. And Morbius is like, oh, well, maybe that's intriguing. And that's that. That's that. It's the entire. So what's so fucking terrible about that? Um, and all it seems to imply is that at the end of uh, that No Way Homes, uh, that Doctor Strange's explanation of the, you know, the multiversal event isn't complete or is not correct. Like you remember that? What did he say? Oh, everybody who knows Peter Parker got transported, and yeah. and we know that that's bullshit because because Venom doesn't fucking know Peter Parker. <laughs> There's no Peter yeah. Parker as far as we know in the Venom verse, or is there? Because he mentions Spider Man. And Morbius doesn't be isn't like well, who the fuck is Spider Man? He doesn't say that. So maybe there's a Spider Man, maybe there isn't. But Venom doesn't know who he is, and we know that he doesn't know who he is because in the post credits of No Way Home, he's just kind of like trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, right? Yep. And then and in the post credits of Venom, he's like, who the hell is that? Right? That's all I'm saying. Like these post credits, like does it sound ridiculous? That's what I'm saying. Like that. Okay. Uh, he, he gets transported, so apparently Doctor Strange's explanation of it isn't correct. Why is that weird? Like, we always expect that everything that any any character that s- claims to have any knowledge, we always expect them to be right. Well, maybe Doctor Strange doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Has anyone ever thought about that? Maybe he's bullshitting. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, all it is, they're setting up a Sinister Six. That's the point. Um, I, I mean... <laughs> Just to, real quick on the whole thing about the worst credits. I mean, we've seen a post-credit where literally the whole entire movie, uh, what's his name? I mean, what's his name was sleeping in the post-credits. It didn't tell us anything about what the next movie was going to be. Iron Man 3, what's his name, was just sleeping. Hulk was yeah. sleeping through. I mean, it doesn't set up anything for the future. That's a better post-credit than that? Come on now. So, But then, it's like you said, I mean... Everyone's everyone needs to remember this Doctor Strange is not the genius Doctor Strange that knows everything. This is the Doctor Strange that clearly is still learning on the job. You know what I mean? He's not the genius that that is in the comic books. This Doctor Strange still is trying to figure out everything. You know what I mean? So that's why it's like you said, is did it ever occur to anybody that he doesn't know exactly what the hell he's talking about? You know what I mean? It's, yep. He's, I mean, this is the same guy who who lost concentration just because Peter was just telling him a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, you are not good at this. Like Tony Stark could li- literally li- pay attention to and quit back at and and sort of like, you know, tell Peter to shut up, right? while in the middle of programming like two things at the same time and also flying around as iron man like that like he could do all that so you can't like all right okay but anyway and i'm not doing this to shit on stephen strange i'm the point is those post-credit scenes aren't ridiculous and they're just they're just setting up sinister six that's all yeah and possibly uh another andrew garfield spider-man fingers crossed I'm finger, fingers crossed over here. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I would love to see him have to fight Morbius and 
and Adrian Toomes. And he has the same suit. I don't know what the... I don't... My question is, how the fuck is he powering that thing? Because we don't have Chitauri tech. What, how, did he, how did he remake that? He, I don't know. We're we going to find out. Uh, so anyway, Morbius. Y'all should go see it, though. Go see Morbius. Show it some love while it's still in theaters. So, <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, a little Ezra Miller update. So uh, everyone knows Ezra's... Boy, he's going through some shit right now. Uh, so much so... I, I can't believe uh, if 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 Will Smith hadn't slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, Ezra <laughs> Miller would have been the top story uh, going on in last. Yeah, he's months. lucky. He is yeah. very lucky. He got it because, of course, a black dude slapping another black dude that overshadows, you know, a white dude literally threatening the lives of other people and jumping on people. You know, that's that's just like let's bury that. But you know, he, black dude slapping another black dude on. You know, national TV, we got to stop the presses. So, just, <laughs> I wonder what could there be a could there be some kind of double standard? I don't know. Um. Anyway, Ezra Miller, by the, which again, I I like Ezra Miller. I think they they are um, a good actor, and they've been in some stuff I like. I you like, threw me I, off when you said day, but well, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I just remember. But they. They they were pretty they were pretty cool as as Flash as far as I'm concerned, but whatever. They're going through some stuff. Um, so much so that Warner Brothers, there's a rumor or some kind of inside uh, scoop or whatever that Warner Brothers decided to have an emergency meeting. What do we do about Ezra Miller? And um, with the outcome being that hey, we're pausing everything Ezra Miller related that we're doing. Which is not nothing, by the way. Um, they got stuff in the bag like Fantastic Beasts 3 and then, of course, Flash is being worked on. But everything else, right? And he was not at the Fantastic Beasts premiere. And I'm going to assume... I'm sorry. he, I, They were not at the <laughs> Fantastic Beasts premiere. And they're, they're, I'm presuming they are not going to be at the Flash premiere unless they get their crap together by next year. So, but then of course there's a there's a counter rumor that said, "Nah, we didn't there's no emergency, nothing. We're not there was none of that stuff that happened." So, it's kind of up in there. The point being, though, Lottie, are you surprised at all that that as we said last week, Ezra Miller fumbling the bag and and it and the bag fumble is proceeding uh, accordingly. I mean, no, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm surprised that he did it, but I'm more surprised. I just cannot believe that this man did this. Well, this person did this. You had you had that flash money and that and that uh, 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 Harry Potter money. The Harry Potter money probably is dead in the water because. I mean, Harry Potter is a kid's book, or well, a kid. Well, the Fantastic Beasts are more like you know, the adult stuff, but yeah. Um, but you know, you can't he you can't really have that associated. DC, I think I can see them putting up with him for maybe one more. This might be his like instead of doing a three strike, you're out. This, this might be like a like this is like two strikes, and he's already on his last strike. But right. <laughs> 
Well, did you did you see last week? There was people on social media. Their account of social because of social media, that's where real decisions are made, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) I I swear, if real decisions were made on social media, the Snyder stands would have had Justice League seven through eight done by now. Anyway, um, but there there was people campaigning for the Flash from the CW to be to replace Ezra Miller. So Grant Gustin to replace Ezra Miller as the Flash theatrically. Uh, to which I say, what the fuck are y'all smoking? But like, <laughs> it's the the CW. Think of anybody that's been on any CW show, and I just think about it, any of them, and does big, you know, headlining a movie even come close to the front of your mind for any of those people? You know, no disrespect, mm-hmm. but like, literally none of them should be headlining a movie. No. Because if they were going to be movie stars, why would they be wasting their time on low-budget you know, CW shows? It's like you said, not only is it... This is not like where... This is not like they're in like something like... Um, uh, what's that TV show we're watching now? Uh, uh, Moon Knight. This right. is like... This is like... Very low-budgeted bad cgi every time flash runs they probably dumped a whole entire budget be, on that it, run it, it would be like if that someone said you know what they should they need to replace that with the with chuck norris from walker texas ranger like no walker texas ranger syndicated crap so like why would anyone why who, who that's what that's what that's what the, the fans online fans as particularly stands of of certain uh, fandoms really need to get, they need a reality check. Like this idea that, Oh, a good, there's another flash that exists and he's perfect. If he's so, I bet you, you could show a picture of that dude without the flash suit on to, to 10 people and nine of them wouldn't know who the hell he was. Nope. Nine of them will be like, who, who is this rando white dude? You know, and they wouldn't, and you'd be like, he's the Flash. And like, that is not the Flash. I've seen Justice League. That dude is not the Flash. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, chill out on that. Uh, but anyway, back to Ezra Miller. He's in no danger of being replaced by Grant Gustin. Trust me on that. Yeah, yeah DC been, fans, for some reason, have terrible ideas, man. Get Step it up, man. Get y'all <laughs> ideas, please. Do you know what, what would be great? Is if they would just let the people in charge of making stuff who get paid for it to just let them make stuff, you know, yep. like, like we do. Like, I like to, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and say, you know, the people that made Morbius, like I know better than them. I really don't. Cause if I did, I'd be making movies instead of talking about movies that someone else made. That'd be that. Right. So anyway, <laughs> oh man, uh, Ezra, I have Ezra Miller gets his, or I guess their life, life in order. I think it's substance abuse or whatever, but whatever it is, because um, I like their their portrayal. So I, I hope that this is really only a pause and not a, a you know, a an end to the business relationship that they've got with Warner Brothers. But we'll see. You know, they got a new regime coming in. Maybe they'll uh, get him sorted out. All right. Um, so next, 
Uh, let's talk about Multiverse of Madness. We got a couple things for that one. Pre-sales tickets went on sale on uh, the 6th of March. I'm mean, not March, April, excuse me, of April because it's coming out on uh, May 6th. And let me tell you, as like just like with Spider-Man No Way Home, it you know kind of screwed up a bunch of ticketing websites. They went on sale at midnight, and of course, people were refreshing and going through all that stuff. Now, Lottie, <clears throat> I didn't go through all of that because you know I have to work an actual job, and I'm not just not going to be up at 12 midnight trying to get no damn tickets. I did that for Spider-Man. It was a waste of my time. Uh, and I ended up getting getting the tickets. Uh, you know, Jennifer and I got our tickets for opening night right next to the seats we normally would like to have. And it, I got them like 18 hours later. So, uh, y'all nerds, you don't have to do this whole standing in line virtually shit to get your tickets. But apparently they they had the biggest pre-sales all year, beating the Batman. Uh, and... Just, I think it's a little bit behind what uh, the first 24 hour pre sales, a little bit behind No Way Home. So, um, what do you think? Does that mean that they're going to get close to No Way Home? No, <laughs> close, but it's not. Uh, no, 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 No Way Home. No Way Home is 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 the new is the new king. It's the king of superheroes right now, and I'm just, it's not gonna. I'm sorry. It's it's. We're, we're we're excited for for that movie, but I I can tell that the excitement for this movie is nowhere near like how it was for No Way Home. So it it would it it might get to like seventy five percent, but it ain't hitting it now. Yeah. Well, I have a you know I I'm very encouraged by that. Not like it doesn't fucking matter to me personally that it's I just I want the movie to do well because it'll bode well for the rest of phase four um that being said uh i have a feeling well you know what i think that like i said before i think a billion dollars is not out of the question i think that it likes spider-man it's gonna have long legs where people are just I th because remember spider-man it's still in theaters right now like you can go there's a there's a theater or two somewhere that you can go watch spider-man no way home right now so they only stick around like that because people are still buying tickets. Uh, maybe not, you know, as many as you know three months ago. But the fact is, it's been out since December, and it's still, you know, it's still out there. I don't know if Multiverse of Madness will be able to sustain five months of uh, of in theater screenings, but I think of three months is not out of the question. And if that's the case, I'm almost, you know, billion dollars. I think is almost certain. Um, <clears throat> And I think it's it's definitely going to make more than the Batman, which that doesn't mean it's going to be better than the Batman, you know, in terms of being a movie. I just think it, sales wise, it's going to be uh, more. Uh, it's going to make more than the Batman did. Um, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I know Matt, Lottie. I know you're excited for this. Oh yeah, I'm excited. Um, uh, since we're talking about Multiverse of Madness, there is. Uh, new footage and new trailer, a, sh a short trailer and like kind of a, I don't want to call it behind the scenes, but kind of like a more in-depth look at some of the aspects of uh, uh, the Multiverse of Madness. And we both, we watched both of these things. Uh, Lottie, what did you think about the, that little trailer uh, thing? 
Uh, the one uh, uh, where, with the Wanda and the twins and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's I. There's a lot of things that we got confirmed, you know. Okay, so now we know that what's her name? What's her motivation for why she's in her make? Basically, her motivation for being in it. Because let's be honest, Wanda, she's a hero, but I feel like at this point, you have to give her a reason for her to do something. Even though, yeah, I know saving the multiverse is a big thing. But now we know her her stink. She she wants to see she either wants to see her boys again or she wants to get rid of the uh the memories that haunt her about the life that she had in WandaVision. And of course we also got to see that uh, Zombie Strange is confirmed. He's straight up a zombie. Uh Evil Strange has a third eye, which is that was crazy. Um, <laughs> That has meaning to it, but I can't think of it. I just can't. Th- it, 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 something in my old Doctor Strange fandom just triggered when I saw that third eye, but I just can't think of it. Um, we, we, uh, what's her name is also confirmed. Zombie, uh, Wanda is also confirmed. Yeah. Um, yeah, multiple, multi- multiple versions of Wanda, obviously. Is yeah. Confirmed. Um, and we get uh, what's his name, uh, Professor X, claiming he's not in the movie. Confirmed <laughs> again. <laughs> I, I liked we uh, Wong is he's and we've seen from some other sources he's Defender Wong. So we're going to see a Defender Strange and a Defender Wong. There's going to be um, you know Mordo. He apparently is one of the the Illuminati. That seems that that Mordo we saw. That's not the Mordo we know from the MCU. That's a different Mordo, as far as I know. Uh, that's interesting to see America Chavez. They showed a little bit, bit more of her and, you know, and in action, but also uh, Dr. Strange trying to, you know, help her out a little bit more of that nexus of realities. Uh, there's, I mean, we saw a lot of fil- footage we've already seen, uh, but there, there was just a little more context here. So, uh, I mean, overall, I think they're, uh, first of all, I think they're doing a great job of teasing without showing too much. Which, which I, I like, I really appreciate that. Like, we, yeah. we watch a lot of trailers because of this show. And sometimes I'm just like, uh, I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm glad they have that a bad uh, way of like basically spewing their whole load in the damn thing. Yeah, we're just like, Ugh. yeah. I did, I do enjoy that they seem to be a bit more restrained. But also, I was so, I can't tell you how happy I was to see Billy and Tommy. I was like, yes, we're doing this thing. We're doing that mm-hmm. thing. We're we're doing like I feel like we're doing a reverse House of M, and I'm here for it. So let's let's go, y'all. And if you don't know what House of M is, first of all, what are you doing? Like, there's I know we talk about movies and TV shows and whatever on here, but man, if you are not inspired to go watch, you know, read some comics, like what are you doing here? Like, go sit and watch it. If I, House of M will give you all the information I think you need for what Wanda's up to in this uh, thing. So that's that said, uh, I'm really excited for Multiversal Madness, uh, and this this footage just double down on that. Like, did I need to double down on it? Did you need to double down on being excited for Multiversal Madness? No, I was <laughs> I was gonna watch it day right. one anyways. So. Right. Uh, but thanks for that, Marvel. We appreciate it. Um, so we're going to go to the DC, uh, EU and we found out that, uh, last week that 
there's going to be a new HBO Max show. That I like the fact that HBO Max is really kind of leaning hard on their DC stuff, the way that Mar Disney leans on Marvel. And so they have uh, greenlit an Aqualad show, uh, spinning off of Aquaman. And in particular, and this I want what really really intrigued me about this because it's being ba it's based on a graphic novel. So this is Aqualad. Uh, it's in the comics, but it's based on a, a graphic novel version uh, of, of the story. So you know, I know you watched uh, Young Justice. It's that same character. But like maybe maybe a slightly different version of him. Um, and so he's getting his own show, and I think that that's really cool. Again, I don't really know the story that this is based on. They seem to be, it seems to be more of a YA sort of story. Like if I'm just going by pictures and whatever, seems more YA uh, than you know a straight up superhero you know thing. Uh, but which is fine. Um, let's see. It's it says that it's. I guess there's it's an LGBT theme thing. So I guess there's a uh, Kenny Lou who is. Uh, oh, oh so Jackson sorry. Jack uh, Jake Hyde. So he's he's got Aquaman powers, I guess. And I guess there's it's sort of like. Like any YA thing where there's, you know, two kids and they're sort of falling for each other, but he's got superpowers and blah, 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 that sort of thing. It's like, it, there's a, all the, all those, you know, you know, Hunger Games wannabe things where you, you know, or beautiful creatures or whatever. That's cool. Man, it's fine. I don't know. Is this story. black, is this black Mantis's son or just I, the other one? You know, one? I can't, that's the thing is I don't know the story. Uh, it seems like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, it seems like it, it's he's just Aqualad. So beyond that, I couldn't say. Um, but it is interesting to see who is actually kind of uh, behind this project. Charlize Theron, you know, she apparently is executive producing this amongst with other people. So they're getting a big name, you know, a big Hollywood name behind this. And I, I have a question. Yes, sir. Real quick. Is this going to be Shoujo? Like off of, you remember how anime? I you know, you know I, I, mean? I don't know. I, that's what I think. I said I don't know. I don't know this character. I don't really know this story. Um, I'm willing to give it a first of all. I'm giving it a chance anyway because it's a DC thing and it's it's a DCEU thing. Um, but I want to see what they do with what I would consider probably be a prestige graphic novel sort of treatment. And how how they handle it? It's, it's uh, it says it's a dramedy, so you know it's going to be funny and drama filled and whatever. And also, can it just be better than Titans? This is my question. Just can you be better than Titans? Then you win. That's all. That's all I want because Titans is just all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but we'll see. I I will be very interested to see how they develop this, and uh, we'll let you guys know more about it as we hear. Uh, more from DC. Um, this is great news for all of you who, for whatever reason, you know, just didn't want to go out to the theater or whatever. Uh, but you want to see the Batman and see what all this Robert Pattinson, Twilight Boy stuff is all about. Like, can he really be Batman? You know, all that stuff. Well, good lucky you. Next week, 
it's dropping on HBO Max. April 18th, you will get to watch The Batman uh, on HBO Max, presumably in 4K. So, uh, good good news, Lottie. There's, yeah. <laughs> there, there you go, man. We yeah, can finally talk about it. Yeah, the Batman memes. I can't wait to talk about no literary Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> Who said you can skydive in Gotham? <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I, I found this out actually from my brother. My brother was like, "Oh, by the way, Batman comes out on Friday." What? I was like, "What?" Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, don't play with me. It's like, yeah, it's Friday. I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Yeah, we in it. Yeah, it's hey, look, I I didn't expect, honestly, didn't expect it to come so fast. But I don't know what I was thinking. They they are putting stuff to HBO Max so fast, like forty, literally forty five days later, they put it on there. So I guess the forty five days are up. And let me tell you, um, I can't wait. I should actually just go back to the theater and see it again, because uh, I can guarantee you it's better on the big screen, like without a doubt. Uh, it looked great on the Dolby Theater screen, but I I got you know I got a 4K TV. You got a 4K TV. We can sit and uh, turn that, crank that uh, surround sound up, and let's go. So I think I know. Uh, I think we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it on the show because so again I didn't do a review of it, so why not? We'll make it our we'll make it our main topic. So excited for that. Thanks a lot. Uh, HBO Max, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we're gonna have a good time with it. So, all right, our final uh, topic for this evening, uh, we we're gonna talk, and uh, you know, everyone, excuse me right now because uh, I'm just gonna geek out a little bit. Not not uh, bec- more over the character than the person playing the character, but I y'all, everyone uh, should know. I've said it before. The uh, Marvel thing I'm most looking forward to this year, more than, you know, I'm a gigantic Black Panther stand, and I don't deny that. Uh, and I love all the all the characters that they're that are about to have movies this year. Can't wait. And I don't care. Miss Marvel is my number one Marvel thing this year. I, I'm the most excited for it. Straight up, can't wait to see it. You know, it can't come here fast enough. So to that end, I was uh, very intrigued when I saw, you know, on the direct they were talking about. They're talking to one of the the creators of Miss Marvel, and they were talking about the casting process, how they found Iman Vellani to be uh, Kamala Khan. And I, because I remember when they they cast her, I was like, I saw her, I was like, I don't know who this this girl is, but like, cool, you know, good, y'all found somebody. And but apparently she really won them over by being a gigantic Marvel nerd. Now, Lottie, you you because you played the you played the Marvel's Avengers game, and one one of the, my favorite things about knowing that you did that is that you have come to know and fall uh, in love with this character in a different venue than I did, right? Yeah, and you you were just like. She was the top. It was if I saying this correctly, to you she was the best thing about the the Marvel's Avengers game. Yeah, in my opinion, she was the she was honestly one of the only reasons why I kept playing the game because her character was so infectious. 
and amazing. It just kept bringing me back to the store because I felt like I felt like Marvel did it a little bit wrong, where they were having um, Spider Man being the fanboy of the uh, of the Avengers, and when I saw her, I'm like, no, she should be the fangirl. The fan, she she should be the one that should be fangirling every time there's a new hero that shows up even if they're not an important hero like like good example let's just say um steven's moon knight like when he's mr knight just shows up to the thing he's like oh my god you're you're you're, you're mr knight wait hold on steven's like wait you know who i am and she's like <laughs> knows everything about him you know what i mean and it's just like i i want that i want every i don't care what hero it is it could be the most irrelevant hero she knows everything about them she knows their stats she it's like a video game she knows everything about them and it's cool because she seems like one of the one of the you know like her personality make you think oh she's not that great of a hero but she is she comes into the clutch quite a bit like in the in the uh in the story she saved she saved Iron Man, she calmed down Hulk by punching him with his with her big rubber arm, and it's just you know I, I I'm excited to see the the TV show because if they're doing the fangirl, like because it seems like they're keeping her character just like how she was sort of like in the video game, and I'm excited to see it. Right, and you that's know? that's well that's a that's why I wanted to kind of bring attention to this. Well, like I said, the the, the creator Sana, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm saying her name right, was uh, talking about the interviewing process. You know, the the uh, interviewing the uh, the process by which they picked her, and that she literally was just like, "I'm a gigantic Marvel." Uh, I'm a not that's her name. Uh, I'm a gigantic Marvel fangirl. Like for, like for real in real life. So I'm going to read some of the quotes uh, when she was talking about when they were doing the Zoom audition. She said that, uh, this is the quote, she showed me every corner of her room and it was covered with Avengers. Then she said, oh, wait, I'm not done. Opened her closet and there was more Marvel everywhere. Um, <clears throat> she goes on to say, um, uh, the, let's see, the Marvel created and pointed out that Villani's giddy energy, giddy energy and teenage enthusiasm are ideal for a character like Kamala Khan, who, quote, isn't your traditional Avenger. Uh, she's, quote, she's not as slick and suave as some superheroes. It's not like when Captain America throws a shield and it comes back. She's all over the place. I'm excited for people to get to know her. <clears throat> and then she said that um, uh, she revealed that Villani likens Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige as quote her carol danvers which is important if you know this character she says she gave me a list of feedback on every single marvel movie kevin feige is like her carol danvers think about that if you know the character of miss marvel within in the comics and i'm assuming in this game is miss marvel is her favorite superhero period right in the comics yeah. when she first gets her inhuman powers she can change her shape and she changes herself to look like, uh, to look like Carol Danvers in her binary uh, outfit or whatever. I mean, she literally looked like her. She looks up to Carol Danvers. 
when she finally gets to team up with her, it's like like our, her dream is coming true, right? That's why. So so understand something about about this. This she's, they're saying that Aman Vellani looks at Kevin Feige like like uh, Kamala Khan looks at Carol Danvers, and I'm like. My God, did you guys pick the perfect person possible to play this character? Yep. Like on the real, she's fangirls, but also she's a deep she she you know she deep cuts this stuff. And Kevin Feige, as far as she's concerned, that's the person who's got all of the he's got all the juice and all of the the knowledge and, and insight that's making the Marvel universe work. And she's looking up to him like that. I'm like. Okay, well, so I mean, I didn't need to be sold anymore, you know. I you can pretty much tell I'm standing for Miss Marvel, right? I, it's not <laughs> it's, it's not a normal thing that I do, but like for real, just give me a million. Do I need any more reasons to be like this is going to be my jam anyway? <clears throat> uh, I am fully and completely prepared to replace Black Panther as my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> from from my favorite character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I, I am super. I'm, I cannot tell you how excited I am now that I've I've seen this. I'm like, she's got the attitude. She's got the correct attitude uh, as coming into the MCU, and I just can't help but feel like this is a good sign that this show is about to be everything I want. So yeah, you said whoa. I'm like, I'm not kidding. I'm. <laughs> I am fully prepared to demote T'Challa to number two. Hey, man, listen. (laughs) She's an awesome... She's Hey, it's not... You know, honestly, she's an awesome character, man. I really enjoyed her character in... um, What's it called? In the the video game. She was one of the main reasons why I kept playing the game. And anybody who actually played the story mode of... um, will probably understand what I'm talking about. They're probably, people are probably going like, oh, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, you guys have to play the story mode to truly understand because it's just, honestly, she's one of the best things that happened to that. She was one of the best things that were that was in that game, honestly. Right. And, I, you know, I'm happy that she's now in the MCU you know, I can't wait to see because I've been I've been asking for her character since that game came out of 2019. I was like, they need to put her character. She needs to be the fangirl and the Marvel video. I mean, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. She should be the one, not Spider-Man. Spider-Man should just be Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, and, I, and of course, I love the fact that we already know the next time we see her is going to be next year. And, and the Marvels uh, <clears throat> teaming up with uh, with the you know the you know the uh, subject of Kamala Khan's you know fangirl you know fangirling which is you know Miss Marvel why not Miss Marvel Captain Marvel mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> so I'm super excited I love to hear this stuff and just like just give me give me the damn show <laughs> just give me the show <laughs> give me the show already so anyway uh Good on them. Can't wait to hear more about uh, uh, Kamala Khan and Miss Marvel uh, when they are ready to show us more. So, all right, that's all of our news for the week. And um, like I said, quite a news week 
uh, this week. But you know what? We probably missed a few things and uh, because we can't cover everything. But uh, what did you guys uh, think we missed? If uh, and What do you guys think of what we had to say? Why don't you get down to the comment section and let us know. And uh, if we uh, think that it's important enough, we will talk about it again in the future. And of course, while you're down there, you can always hit that subscribe button. Join the Super Not Funny Show family and uh, we'd love to have you. And you can also hit that notification bell to let you know when we drop new content. We do reviews and uh, podcasts, all that good stuff. And of course, I couldn't do this podcast by myself. I need uh, the insight of my good friend Lottie. So Lottie, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, you can always find me on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Anukinihun, A-N-A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N, A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And of course, my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25, constantly upload different content. Like I said, I'm back on the streaming. I try to stream at least once a week now. Sunday's usually my day I stream. Just played an Elder Ring uh, stream on Sunday. It was quite funny <laughs> how many and times uh, did, how many times did you die probably about five i didn't die as much this time but i my reaction to everything was crazy because i just went i i'm in like a very crazy part of the game and then uh also my instagram i'm uploading videos again i'm back to i'm i'm, I'm done with my break and i'm back to take it putting more videos up so stay tuned for that and uh yeah if you ever get a chance leave a leave a uh follow me like and subscribe anything that i do yep you guys go there show lottie some love all right all you fabric in the flesh bags thanks for joining us on this the 46th episode of the supercast uh come back next week we've got more to talk about we may even talk about batman <laughs> <laughs> um if we if we get get around to it before we uh do the show so Either way, join us. Uh, we'll have a good time then. Until then, I've been Mo. They prepare your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture. Joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.